With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys. They're always around. To help build your home up. They'll help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in, and now you won't bag out. What's up, Wody Mains? It is uh, Wednesday, hump day, yeah, Mains. October 2nd, 2013. I'd like to welcome the program. The Sade to my better in law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you? Good, good. Great to be on the show again, man. Hey! Maybe I'm going blind. Maybe I'm out of my mind. Love it, love it, as always. This is what gets me through What's the week What's going right on here. with you, sir? I, I, heard, I heard that you, I heard you shut down the government. Uh, it's, it's done. I closed the door. It's over. The government has ceased <laughs> to exist. Um, well, I have good news. <clears throat> I have two fortune cookies in front of me. Uh, oh. Which one? One is to my left, one is to my right. Which one is yours? The one to your left is mine. To your right is yours. Okay. And the right is mine. Which one do you want me to open first? I want you to open yours first. Okay, and that's the one to my right, correct? That's right. Okay. All right, let's go. Give me great fortune. This is, this is, we get the stiff neck is feeling a little better this week, so that's good. All right. That's good. Opening it up, it says, learn Chinese, sauce, wrong side. It says, I hear and forget, I see and I remember, I do and I understand. What is that? (laughs) Uh... I, I I don't know. I see it. I forget. I, I guess you do. I guess you gotta do it. You know. You know. Wait, you, let, let's try it again. The... It says, "I hear and I forget. I see and I remember. I do and I understand." Now this Ooh. seems awfully uh, deafest to me. It does. It sounds really. It's strange. It's like a. I don't think I've ever seen like a poem in a uh, fortune cookie like that. That's that's odd. But uh, I, I guess it means you gotta, you gotta. If you do, you you know what you're doing. So I guess uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing because I don't know what I just said right there. But uh, <laughs> what do you think I, it I means? Guess, 
I think what it means is that if if you complete a task, if you actually do it and follow through, you understand it and you you sense it better than just looking at it or hearing it. I guess. Oh, that's you know? that's why you're brilliant. That's why you're the one and only great city playboy. All right. <laughs> I'll what? do me. You do you. That's how we do. <laughs> um, please don't do me. And this is your fortune. <laughs> We talked. Oh, we boy. talked a little bit about that last week when we dealt with the anonymous, uh, anonymous shemailer. All right, oh, this fortune. <laughs> it says, it says, this is this is your fortune, John Weeks. It Uh-oh. says, <laughs> I don't know why there are always these bizarre. This is legit too. I don't make this shit up. All right, it says forty-two. Point seven percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. That's your fortune. <laughs> really? Forty-two point six? Seven. Forty-two point seven. Oh my! God. That is like the smartest fortune cookie uh, saying I've ever seen. That I, I was just based on facts, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Who writes these? I mean, is this NASA? <laughs> How is that even possible? How can you make up statistics on the spot? I don't understand. I don't, that's uh, is that I don't don't even know. I think I think ever since the shutdown, NASA's been making fortune cookies. <laughs> so that's how they're spending their time now, making fortune cookies and having a little ten-year-old kid deliver them. <laughs> it's the men in black, you know. <laughs> I want to touch on a moment from last week that uh, you said something, and it was just it was really just kind of disturbing. Let me play oh, it, boy. and we'll discuss. Here we go. Okay. I mean, shut the fuck up. It was Cher. Uh, let's play it again. I mean, shut the fuck up. It was Cher. <laughs> so what, what, who are you telling to shut the fuck up about Cher? That, 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 was, that, that was the wizard. Wasn't that the wizard? <laughs> That wasn't me. That doesn't sound like me. I mean, shut the fuck up. That's the wizard. That's the kind of me, the wizard. That ain't me. That's the wizard. I mean, she said, shut the fuck up. It was Cher. I mean, shut the fuck up. It was Cher. That's the wizard of Waverly Place. I don't even know what he was talking about. Oh, Cher, right? The wizard. Cher Bear. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Well, well, that's Cher. What? You know, that's Cher, right? That's the song. If I could turn back time. <laughs> no, you, it's not time. It's town. Oh. If I, it goes like, if I could turn back down. <sighs> if I could turn back down. God damn, town. <laughs> oh, Share Bear. There's a Share Bear rest, uh, restroom at the restaurant Vinyl. There was a, a Share bathroom, Nelly bathroom, Elvis bathroom, and, and uh, um, um, Share, Nelly, Elvis, and Dolly Parton. And last time I went, I was walking straight for Nelly, as I always do. And it said, there was a sign on the door that said, Nelly has decided to try his luck twerking again. Please use another bathroom. 
and I'm very worried that my go-to bathroom is not there anymore. But I went into the share bathroom, and, you know, a lot of people have been in share. And uh, one time, uh, Bryce went into share, and he came out of the bathroom, and he sat down <clears throat> at this restaurant, Vinyl and Health Kitchen, New York. Shout out. Follow him on Twitter, Vinyl, at Vinyl HK. He comes up, and he's like, uh, Maine, they were playing that stupid Do You Believe in Love at Life After Love song or whatever. And I was like, are you kidding? That's perfect. What, that's what I would expect it to play in a share bathroom. And then the waiter came over, and, I, and Bryce is like, no way. And I turned to the waiter, and I was like, isn't that an awesome song, though? And the waiter goes, maybe, like, awesomely bad. And I just think, oh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's a, first off, it's a fantastic song. Cher was doing I that really? auto-tune far before T-Pain, and it worked, and it was wonderful. <laughs> and every time I hear it, I think about walking through the mall with Bess Russell Gulliver sophomore year of high school after I was in love with Joanna Cresswell for so long. And then I had a girlfriend, and I believed as Bess and I were on the escalator going up to that food court at the Milford Post Mall, I said, I believe in life after love. Cher taught me to believe in life after love. And it was a very sentimental song to me. And for Paco to insult it like that made me feel a certain way. That's right. That Paco and that waiter make me feel a certain way, too. That's a great comeback song for uh, Cher. That, that, was, that was an incredible song. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> I can feel some things inside me still. I really don't think it's strong enough at all. Yeah, see you, man. It's all about shit there. Let me tell you what happened this morning. This morning, um, I was talking to B Marsh, and I was saying, uh, yeah, you know, I'll stay, I'll stay late at work tomorrow if you, if you agree to come to the hole afterwards, because we go sing karaoke at the watering hole. Uh, or I do, and, uh, you know, he sits there. Uh, and uh, it's it's this bar, uh, 19th and Park, um, near Union Square in the Gramercy area, and uh, my friends Kate Doyle and Erica Lustig host karaoke there. And so um, I was like, all right, you know, it, I'll, you can get me to stay late at work if we go out to the hole after work. And so then uh, guess who comes over but Ethan, and Ethan was like, uh, B-Marsh turns to Ethan, and he's like, so, um, so yeah, what time do you want to go to the hole tomorrow, Holmes? Let's go to Kate's Hole at some point tomorrow. And then Ethan is sitting there, like, so flustered and saying, like, I mean, can, you know, can, can I come? I don't understand. And B-Marsh is like, nah, nah, nah. And he's making, like, he's intentionally making a scene. Um, and, you know, Ethan has this severe FOMO, this fear of missing out. Anyway, at some point, B-Marsh walked away, even though he caused the problem to lead me to deal with picking up the pieces. And I shit you not, Ethan is saying in my ear, uh, let me go, let me go. Can I go tomorrow? Why can't you let me go? Let me go. Let me go to the hole. Let me go to Kate's hole. I gotta go. And I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with him and why he behaves like that. Oh my god. I have to say, uh you sounded just like him for a second, but uh I, I don't know what that is. Was, either. It, was it at the just, end when I was was it at the end when I was like ah Yes, exactly. And when you started speeding up I I wanna go to K Tall, blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, uh, I What's don't going know, on with I think you got it right. He has a fear of missing out. He really and maybe he really just likes you guys and wants to hang out with you guys. I I, I, I don't know. I I think um 
it's, it's somewhat endearing. I have a lot. I have a lot of friends like that, or I had a lot of like that in um, middle school. Uh, you know, they just bunk you and bunk you, and they want to do this, they want to do that, they want you to do something for them. Uh, you know, it, in a way, it's endearing. In, in another way, they're, they're kind of annoying as all hell on earth. But uh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's you know, let, let the kid be a good kid. You know, he wants to, to come out with you guys, and as long as he's not annoying there, you know, let him go. It's great kid. I mean, okay, but but the, the thing is, the most ridiculous part about this is the fact that he's saying "let me go" like he's three, and you know, I'm I'm supervising and babysitting him or something. I mean, come on, man, it's it's. It's not. It's a free country. I don't need to let him right. go anywhere. He could go wherever he wants. That's true. That's true. That's true. He's he's being a bit, a bit childish. Can I go? Can I go? Uh, I mean, and you know uh, what I got to say know? to him? I, what? This is what I have to say to him. I mean, shut the fuck up. It was share. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should do. You should bring the wizard with you. I mean, shut the fuck up. It was share. <laughs> the wizard would turn to Ethan at Kate's Hole with a mic in hand and go, just put your little hand in mine. There ain't no mountain, baby, we can't climb. <laughs> oh, Ethan, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. <laughs> I mean, shut the fuck up. It was shared. Can I go? Can I go? Can I go, please? Can I go? <laughs> Uh, so you know what happened? Uh, I mean, we may have to call him and deal with this on next week's episode, but we need a break from talking to that kid for at least at least a week. I want to say a month. At least a week, yes. Yeah. Um, yesterday, uh, B. Marshall, uh, B. Marsh called me, and we were talking about the new Arctic Monkeys uh, single and their new album. How do you feel about the band Arctic Monkeys, John Week? You know, I don't know too much about the Pan Arctic Monkeys. I don't. I only know that they're they're pretty good and they've been around for a little while, right? At least six years. They're good kids. That's all I know. I'm sorry. I'm I so I'm so glad you said that because here's the problem. Uh, Marsh goes uh, goes like, oh, this is such a great song. It's their new song. Um, I think it's called Do I Want to Know, and it's the one that goes. Great. Doesn't that just make you want to get up and dance? So B Marsh goes, uh, it does. So B Marsh was like, I mean, oh, the song's so good. It's really like amazing that they've managed to stay relevant all this time because, like, when you listen to their uh, music from the 90s. Oh, Great kids. So they've been around for a while. <laughs> so that's where... Oh, that's boy. Where no, I a think... little longer than six years. <laughs> no, no. That's where I interrupted him, and I was like, it occurs to me, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, and, and I was like, dude, that that they are not, you know, they're not 20 years old, they're 20-year-old bands, and he was like... um. Well, when did that song that you and Vasky always sing at karaoke, Fluorescent Adolescent, when, when did that song come out? And I said to him, uh, I think it was 2007. And he was like, I thought it was from 1992. And I said, dude, you know how young the lead singer of that band is? He's practically in diapers now. And I like, Wikipedia'd him, 
Alex Turner. He's 27 years old. He's younger than I am. So uh, that's the problem. So he has no idea about this band whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If, what do you think is, is going through his mind? Do you think he's confusing them with somebody else? And if so, who? And if not, what? Well, Arctic Monkeys, I, maybe he's confusing them with Snow Patrol, just because they have that kind of icy coldness to them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 just because of the name, I would confuse them with Snow Patrol. But they're completely different. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, he probably has no clue about the band. I, has, did he even really listen to the song? Did he even know the song? Would you lie about that? No, he he knows the song, and he's like, it's it's amazing they've managed to stay relevant for twenty years, twenty one years. <laughs> so the kid, he had the little the little twenty seven year old singer had to have been like three when the band started. Oh my, maybe he uh, maybe he he fell back in time. You know, I, I don't. This is that's ridiculous. I, I don't think he's going to kill Patrol. <laughs> But no, man, I heard no, a lot of wasn't around in 1992 either. I know that's right. You're right. Absolutely correct. I think they were. Yes. Barely oh, you know what? Yeah. He's probably now that you say it, he's probably confusing it with the rapper Snow. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't. I didn't know Snow was like a real big, uh, big time drug dealer. Did you know that? I I know nothing about Snow. Just like B Marsh knows nothing about Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> I just saw it on VH1 behind the music, uh, not you know a while ago, but yeah, Snow was a big <laughs> drug dealer. Yeah, ninety two. So what 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 did they say on the behind the music? The, behind the music, uh, he was just like. He was a real gangster. He was like a tough guy I, I, in Jamaica, I guess. I think that's where he's from. But, yeah, I, he was a drug dealer, and uh, he came out with his song, and he made it huge, and then he had some more uh, hit singles where he was from, and that was the end of him, pretty much. There, let, let me, hold on. You say he's from Jamaica. There's a white, there was a white rapper from Jamaica? I think he's from Jamaica. I, 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 I want to say Jamaica. He might be from, I don't know, Canada? <laughs> I don't know why I allow I would get those too confused. But yeah. You're confusing him with Snow Patrol. Yeah, that's true. That's, snow is Snow Patrol. That's who I'm confusing with. That's right. That's right. Snow raps about chasing cars. What? Snow raps about chasing cars, right? Right? Snow's the one who he rapped that song. It was, it was a big gangster rap song. I was like, if I just lay here, will you laugh with me and just look at the world? Uh, uh. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, you would. <laughs> well, tell me, hey. um, there's, uh, there's, so I go, you know, there's all that. And then not to mention that, but then also, every time I... I try to eat lunch or dinner at my desk at work or breakfast. Um, somebody inevitably comes up and interrupts me and starts asking me about the food, where I got this from, blah, 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 what your homes 
what are you doing, blah, 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 and um, think that you can relate to me on this because we've talked about this. Neither of us like eating in front of people, right? Because you go to those parking lots eating your food, don't you? That's right. I absolutely fucking hate. I'm sorry to use that word, but I really hate. Uh, sometimes eating at my desk, and I hate, you know, because everybody bothers you, and I hate eating in front of other people. I hate people making comments about my eating, my food. I'm very private about my food. I don't know what it is, but sometimes I'm, like, hunched over my desk, and I'll start eating, and, and I don't want anybody to bother me. I just want privacy when I, you know, it's, it gets on my nerves when people, like, want to talk to me and ask me about my food itself or just disrupt me during the, the eating of food. I'm very serious yeah, so about my doesn't. eating. Yeah. You bring your mind a lot of back to your desk and you're saying, you know, talk to you for about 10 minutes at your desk about the food, but saying you don't want to eat in front of That's right. That's right. It's really uh, absurdly annoying. Can I call you right back? My, my, the reception is really awful. Yes. Please do. All right, hold on. Okay. To be or not to be is the question. But it is no good in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against the sea of troubles. John Weeks, are you well are you there, sir? I'm here and it's, it it sounds like we're in Waterworld. I don't know what's going on. I don't I I reminds me my phone, but it sounds like I'm in Waterworld right now. It sounds like bubbles are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> are we are we in Costner's or Hopper's world? Okay, now it works. Now we're out of, we're out of water world. We're fine. We're in the next level of Mario right now. This is good. This okay. Is good. <laughs> so we're in Bobby's world. We're in Bobby's world now. That's right. That's right. So yeah, when people like, I, I don't know why people don't recognize. Like, I don't want to be rude to them. But if you come up to me every single day for three years when I'm eating and I don't take a bite for the ten minutes you're harassing me, then get the fuck away from my desk. I don't understand why they can't get the hint. I totally have to agree. I'm eating here. My mouth is chewing. You see me chewing food. Leave me alone, you know? I want to eat it. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John, I said that really loud. Yet... I, think, I, said, I said the person walking by just heard that and was like, what the heck's going on over there? But... <laughs> it's like that time you screamed in front of the Star Wars Chanel box. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was ridiculous. What was wrong with me? But it, it, it sounded like R2-D2, didn't it? Yeah. We screamed like R2-D2 and ran into the Apple store one time, in, in, well, a couple times in New Haven. Uh, pretty weird. That's, that's a pretty bad idea, actually, to, to run into a, a clear store where everyone can see you. <laughs> yeah, you run into the, the store made of glass with a ton of electronics that you could, you know, knock over while running. <laughs> oh, oh, Apple. I do love Apple. They're good kids. So, uh, yesterday was October 1st. Uh, October 1st yesterday, have you yet woken up Green Day? Green Day? Yeah, did you wake them up? No, I have not woken them up. No. Wake me up up. when September ends. Yeah, I haven't woken them up yet. Oh, damn, I forgot. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, we were we were talking about uh, Beamarsh as a character tonight on the show, uh, and we were apparently because it keeps coming up. But we were talking about the other day how uh, you know uh, Billy Joe was from Green Day was in American Idiot, the Broadway show, for a, a little while. And that's when I saw it. I saw it like four times with a minute. And um, maybe three, actually. And Beamarsh uh, thought I said Billy Joel at first. So then, I'm just, like, we were just imagining, like, Billy Joel uh, coming, you know, wearing, like, eyeliner and, like, a leather jacket and a wallet chained to his jeans, skinny jeans, walking down the stairs of St. Jimmy the character that Billy Joe played, the drug dealer, and then he's like, you know, he's singing Green Day, and then all of a sudden he's like, uh, but the, the the best was, uh, what if he's like, he's like, another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. <laughs> You know, I I, I, won, I won like a really weird, dumb radio contest uh, at like a restaurant three weeks ago, and you could pick anything on the table. It was you like, did? Oh, you know, it was, it you was, was all crap. Listen, it was all crap. It was like little bags. It was like water bottles, and I, I picked this CD up. It was, it was Green Day, and I had to take the Green Day CD. Everybody was making fun of me. It was like, oh, you're so nineties, Todd. What weeks? What, what is wrong with you, Green Day? Aren't they broken up? I was like, no, man. Green Day is a great band. They just they, they had that released uh, probably in the past year or so, so I had to pick that up, man. So I picked that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Green Day. You were going back to the '90s. What did you think? You were listening to Arctic Monkeys? <laughs> That's right. I was thinking of, of Snow and uh, Chasing Cars. That's what I was doing. <laughs> so hold on. Um, uh, the uh, the the CD that the Green Day CD. Which one is it? I don't even know what it's called, but it's the one you know with. Do, do, do. What's the, the, the new song that they played on the MTV? It was like, let yourself go, let yourself go. That's all. That's CD. <laughs> let, yourself go, let yourself go, let yourself go. That's all? <laughs> oh, you talking about the one that's like, let yourself go. Oh. <laughs> 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 you want to know by now. <laughs> Thinking too much, I gave you a heart What's another? Uh, what's another? It's like, uh, like this is your life on holiday in the middle of the, in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was walking in my sleep. Great, Billy Joel versus Billy Joe. That would be a great battle there. That, or maybe they should combine to create a band. The Billy Joe. I guarantee you. I, I guarantee you who would win. It would be. I mean, Billy Joe would put up a fight, but then Billy Joel would drive right through Billy Joe's garage. <laughs> and then it would be game over. <laughs> what uh? What, what do you think? What, 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 so you think they should uh, assemble a band together, those two? Yes, I, I think they should. They should be like the Billy Goats. You know, I, I think it would be incredible. The Billy Goats. The, the, where are you getting goat from? I don't. I have no idea, but it just it sounds okay. Uh, I mean, um, I, I think it would be great. You'd have a little bit of punk rock with classic, you know, rock, I guess, and, and piano music. I mean, it would be insane. It could be great, or it could be terrible, but I would listen to it either way. <laughs> 
I mean, there, yeah, yeah, apparently there's no uh, eras of music anymore. Everything's just combining together. So put the Arctic Monkeys, Green Day, Snow, Snow Patrol, <laughs> Billy Joe, Billy Joel, Vanilla Ice, all together. You might as well. I mean, it might sound incredible. Did you throw Eminem in there and a little 50 Cent, make a little hardcore gangster rap? You know, I, it would sound incredible. Did you put Cher? You know, put a little Cher in there? <laughs> oh, my God, it's a water world again. Oh, what is going on here? This is like a video game. Man? Oh, man, this is just water world-ish. Let me call you back. Hold on. This is... Severely derailed. 
Great movie. Great movie. Which one? The one with Ethan Hawke? That's right. Great movie. That is not a great movie, but let's, uh, <laughs> thank God we're saved by the bell here. Thank God, who's a mess, oh my God. You. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Tom Fogarty, hey, Baby, you found to make me want to roll my window down the cruise. Hey, man. It, 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 and twerk it, and twerk it, and twerk it, and twerk it. <laughs> You're going to throw your back out again, sire? I know, Boogie Boo. <laughs> so what's going on in your life today, sir? Oh, nothing, just more of the usual, a little of this, a little of that. You know how we roll did it. Have, did you have any meetings today? Rehearsals? Yeah, I had a few. Real good stuff. Trying to get a new theater company together and have a wow. board. And I've met with a couple of the board members over the last couple of days, and they're kicking my butt into gear. So that's that's the point. It's a good thing. All right, well. sounds like you're making progress there. Uh, does the government shutdown affect you? Uh, not yet. <laughs> well, no, you know it's not yet. Is false. I didn't I'm have any sorry. plans to go to any you know state parks or anything. Oh. I'm not speaking out type. We're going to have to call Chris Hansen again. So yeah. uh, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, in that vein, I got the goddamn government. Them right-wing, <laughs> mentally challenged, nut jobs. You know what their last vote was before they decided to, you know, shut everything down? What was it? What's that? They took fifty billion, yes, that's billion with a B, out of food stamps. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Now tell me how that plays in these podunk fuck places they come from. <laughs> it's like people just don't have a clue anymore. They don't have a clue, and that you know it go, it just goes to this diminished capacity that we all seem to have about government as a whole. What a hundred and fifty million uh, thousand people showed up out of all of New York City yesterday to vote for public advocate, the person who's supposed to have our backs as, you know, people? <laughs> you said, wait, did you say 150 people? 150,000. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's like, you know, that's like, that's like the West Village <laughs> basically showed up, and that was all out of the five boroughs. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they voted in Letitia James, who... All kinds of stuff would come out about, you know, she's laundering this and, like, kickbacks from there and that and the other thing. Well, who put her in? The unions. Ugh. You know, so it's like I, being being in government is has about all the cachet of being a teacher anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when when I was growing up, you know, your your folks' age group, being a teacher and being, you know, Holding political office was still a pretty big deal. Right. You know, those were like yeah. righteous jobs. Horrible was like, jobs. We're not really paying good. teachers. We're yeah. clearly not getting the cream of the crop when it comes to political people because right. I'm not sure who they're answering to because it can't be their constituency. No. Right. Well, I don't know how they're getting away with it. So, hot messes, one and all. <laughs> 
Just lock their asses out, you know, like they locked out government. Just send them home, make them pay their own damn way on the plane. Go home and sit there for a while. Hey, does Sire, does it, since the government shut down, do I have still pay taxes out of my paycheck tomorrow? Yeah, isn't that nice? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Shout out to Charles Police for that one. And uh, who is 100% agree? Who's your second hot mess? My second hot mess is the entire Michael Jackson clan. I know oh, Michael himself must be moonwalking in his grave because <laughs> about five hours ago, the jury in the trial that Catherine, his mother, and the three children brought against AEG, you know, the production company for the last big tour that was going to happen, and they're the ones that supposedly hooked Dr. Conrad Propopol Murray up with him. <laughs> they found oh. him competent, and because he went to a good school, able to carry out his job, and therefore it was not his fault. Oh, his fault. Yeah. Wow. It's not his fault. He's in jail right now. Yeah. Yep. But that he was competent. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, be, and gone to a good school, and therefore that made him qualified. Qualified? What, what school people? did? Do you know what school he went to? I, no. No. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I'm, maybe what I figured, maybe the jury, if they, like, found against him, maybe their doctors would stop giving them propopol. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were a little afraid there. Do you still have a doctor come by nightly to give you a propofol? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I got better things to do to get me to sleep. Hello! The Alzheimer Basher, Martin Bashir, yep, the Bashir, and who's your third hot mess? My third hot mess, oh, laddie, Mia Farrow. Have you been following this? No, I don't understand how she could have kept it a secret for so damn long. Well, exactly, but now that the cat's out of the bag, that damn kid looks exactly like old Blue Eyes when he was that age. <laughs> yeah, exactly tell me like, what you're referring to. Uh, old Blue Eyes, baby. Frank Sinatra, the original boss. Oh, man, the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, even though they'd separated and divorced, According to Mia, they never stopped seeing one another. Oh, so he God. was like flying that bitch to the moon on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. She and old Blue Eyes just continued to knock boots the entire time she was with old Woody. <laughs> but the thing is, how, you know, I mean, did Frank Sinatra know that this was his kid? Who knows? Who knows? That's and he's not, he's not That's around. Nobody's up. around to say it. You uh, know, his wife of yeah. the time is gone, so whoever might have been his confidant. You know, well, maybe, maybe Bobby Riggs have a, a Sinatra seance. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the kid, he has those exact same blue eyes, the same sort of facial structure. He's just got that, like, you know, little child puffiness that sort of Mia Farrow never grew out of. That sort of gamine look that was so popular back in the 60s. Mm -hmm. He's got that look, but 
it's the exact same eyes around the mouth and nose. I mean, it's it's kind of scary. Yeah, he looks just like could him. give a shit, you know, because he was out looking after the kids. Allegedly. Jeez. Who was? Allegedly. Would it be Lisa Finley? <laughs> no. You know the whole, I mean, Mia brought him up on charges of child molestation. Right. After Ooh, like that, he was the adopted daughter who he ended up then marrying. Oh, yeah. He was oh, Woody Allen. Allen. Yeah, 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 Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah it's, a, it's a big phone. hot mess, that whole clan. That, that whole clan is, yeah, you're right. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, uh, mess. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and if, I mean, if Frank was around, you know, he probably would have had somebody rub him out by now, but right. <laughs> he's not out. <laughs> you mean he he would have had someone, someone. He would have put a hit he on. He would have had son? someone murder him. Yes, not rub one out on him. He wouldn't have given him a. <laughs> well, I'd rather have him someone rub him out on him. Murdering him seems quite extreme. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I'm, we're going from Pharaoh in the clan to Pharaoh in the clan and the jackoff. So let's get right into it. We start us off. Jackoff, that jerk off, man. Alrighty. Okay. Now wait a minute. Were you all having issues about someone sounding like they were underwater? Because now yeah, I'm. It, it sounded like Waterworld. It was breaking up, and it was like you know, two bit. You know. Yeah, I hear you just fine, but Ryan is it's coming me. through like Waterworld. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. It's you. It's you. It's me. Oh no. Oh shit! Time, Time Warner's paying you back. They're paying you back. They're like focusing some zap energy dish on your ass. This is, this is like Ghostbusters. Crap, um, They're shutting down the containment unit in New York. Can, Shut it can, down. Can you hear me now, or do I need to try calling back in? No, I can hear you fine oh. now. Can you smell me okay. now? Can you smell me now? <laughs> well, only when you fart through the phone. So let's... I just let, Okay, just l- l- let me know if, the, if you can't hear me again. Let's kick the jack off off. Okay. okay, here we go. On the Daily Show, Bill O'Reilly told John Stewart that President Obama looks weak to the world after the Syria crisis. Stewart responded by saying, I don't care if Obama put on a dress and a lipstick and sashayed his pretty little ass around the White House. When J. Edgar Hoover heard about this, he said, Well, I picked the wrong century to come into political prominence. Damn it. <laughs> Jay Edgar made one ugly woman, man. I mean, really. <laughs> she was one ugly Not man. as ugly as Sean Penn. Well, I don't know. <laughs> A headless, handless man, identified as Gerald Paul Van Dyke of Cambridge Springs, Pennsylvania, was found dead in a metal drum last week. Reports Ugh. suggest he was likely killed by an arrow through the heart. Surprisingly, not by the fact he had no head or hands. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> go figure. Uh, this this one just like irks me to no end. I'm you know I'm so tired of having Justin Bieber be one of my hot messes that I just couldn't do it. But Justin Bieber was carried up the Great Wall of China on Monday on the shoulders of his bodyguards, who were black, I might add. In related news, Molly Ray Cyrus was caught twerking at St. Peter's Basilica. (laughs) Now, I only interjected that because is he aware that the fucking Great Wall was built by Chinese slaves? 
Oh, oh boy. And then he wants not. to be carried up by his big ass white, you know, black bodyguards. That's not appropriate, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> and those men must be getting some good fucking bonuses, that's all I can say. I hope so. Because that goes beyond the bounds. Anyway, sorry to uh you know, be a buzzkill and lose <laughs> lose shrinkage here. No problem. We need to, no. A new study suggests vulnerability. We need to get the shrinkage away. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. A new yeah, study right. suggests that vulnerability is the secret to divorce-proofing your relationship. Another secret: getting interns to blow you under your desk. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But then you got to make sure you don't have a lot of, you know, little things like a marble or two in that top drawer because every time they hit, the head hits it, they roll around and shit. <laughs> that's true. I didn't think of that. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. I wouldn't know, of course. Uh, extras Mario Lopez revealed he's not a fan of his Saved by the Bell wardrobes. Much in the same way that these days... Humans are not a fan of Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Slater. John Weeks, you take the next one. When asked in a Reddit AMA session what the most crucial advice for becoming an actor was, Tom Hanks said, show up on time, know your lines, have an idea of what to do in the scene, the rest will take care of itself. Reportedly, Touchstone Pictures is now suing Tom Hanks for not following his own advice in The Lady Killer. <laughs> Uh, God. <laughs> That's Jay a lady wow. <laughs> Jay Wow said of Governor Chris Christie, he's a disgrace to New Jersey, just like we were. This mark is the smartest thing Jay Wow has ever said. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Two hours prior to the government shutdown on Monday night, reporters said they could smell the booze on the breath of Capitol Hill lawmakers. In response, Capitol Hill lawmakers said <laughs> That sounds just like your Sylvester Stallone. No one dare! No one dare! <laughs> Oh, boy, here's one. A KKK rally planned at Gettysburg National Military Park for Saturday, October 5th, has been canceled due to the government shutdown. The Grand Wizard threw a fit, took off his hood, and stormed into house chambers to speak about such things as Darth Vader and green eggs and ham for 21 hours. (laughs) There are so many things wrong with that whole thing. (laughs) There's so many things wrong with that. An old man took his granddaughter out for ice cream every Saturday. One day, he wasn't feeling well, so he said, you'll have to go with your grandma. When they came back, he asked, how was it? The granddaughter said, it was so boring. There were no oh shits, fuck yous, lubricants, or penetration, grandpa. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Oh, <laughs> wow. In a recent survey, the people of New Orleans were ranked as the nation's strangest people. Pennsylvanians said, Jesus Christ, what else do we have to do? <laughs> oh, God. 
The founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, and Iran's president exchanged friendly tweets yesterday about social media. This reminds me, i got to take Hitler off my top eight on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier today, Mia Farrow admitted her son may be Frank Sinatra's boy. Woody Allen said, well, I've never really been into men before, but but if I must... (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. The critically acclaimed drama series Breaking Bad came to a close this week when it aired its series finale on Sunday. To protest the decision to end the series, the United States federal government decided to shut down indefinitely. Oh, Oh, boy. That was such a great episode. I mean, that's how a series should end. Yeah, I agree. That was so good. (laughs) I wish I watched it, but I hear it's one of the best shows ever. Yep. It is. It really is. Yeah. Pretty phenomenal. Phenomenal. I cried. Would you, would you say it's phenomenal? No. Oh! <laughs> no, silly boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our one and only Wizard of Waverly Place. Well, got a got a cock in my throat there. Our one and only oh! Wizard of Waverly Place, oh! Tom Fogarty. Thank you, sire. No, holla. Good night. Paper towels. Okay, Fogarty, out. Fogarty, out. All right, John Weeks, now I'm hearing a little static. What I'm going to do, I'm going to hang up and call back. So why don't you entertain the the people with a a song or something? Okay, all right, okay. This is going to be tough. All right, um... <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm nervous here on the air. Um, yeah, so uh, the, the government shut down, huh? It's uh, it's, it's it's pretty bad. It's uh, not good for the economy. It's not good for, uh, you know, the government itself and for America. You know, it's a, uh, you know, I don't understand both sides of the aisle. Why don't they just come to some kind of negotiation, some kind of compromise? between the Democrats and Republicans. Why has it gone so far? Oh, my God. You scared the heck out of me. Okay, (laughs) What are you saying? What are you talking about, the shutdown? Yeah, I was talking about the shutdown. What were you saying? Finish your thoughts. Oh, it's just, you know, why can't they come through a negotiation, some kind of compromise, where they could keep the government rolling? I don't think there's ever been a time where it stopped completely like this. I think there was. I I think I looked at the, the stats. Even though forty-two point seven percent of them are wrong and made up on the spot, the stats are something like there's like seventeen. There's been seventeen shutdowns in the last fifty years or something like that. But uh, I don't think it's ever been this divisive. I don't know how it's become so divisive in the last ten, twelve years. Sad state of affairs in, in the in the government today. We need some. We need some new blood there. We need people like you and I who have open ideas and. Uh, are, are are new and fresh and willing to negotiate and compromise. I think that's and listen, the people just don't want to listen to each other anymore. Uh, but yeah, maybe I'm too old. You're too, you're too young to be speaking like this. But yeah, people are just uh, <laughs> too selfish. I mean, it's the it's the, the it's like uh, they say, as long as you're the loudest, then you're right, and and the loud right. minority of idiots is is winning. Right. Well, you know, 
Yes, I agree with that. Yes, they're mostly to blame, but both sides. It always takes two to tangle. I never believe that it's black and white and you can point your finger at one person or a bunch of group of people. Well, yeah, no, they, they're white and, and the president's black, and it is black and white, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, you know, there, there's got to be negotiations. I don't know where, yeah. where it's. I don't know why it's broken down so much to, to be like to, people are not even talking to each other. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, let's hope these blessed shitholes get it together. Don't you miss That's these right. blessed shitholes? All right, so let's let's talk about. Why don't we talk we about? Probably this got thing. up my anus somehow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Coming out of my. Probably anus. got up my anus somehow. <laughs> what are you saying? Probably got up your anus somehow. I don't. I. I, I have no idea. I don't even know what I was talking about. That. I don't even know why I would say something like that. That is strange. That. That is strange. I say a lot of strange things, but that is one of the strangest. <laughs> I mean, and then you said this. My colon was angry at that party. <laughs> <laughs> That was the bachelor party. Every single fiber of my being, including my colon, was angry for being there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Even my colon was angry about it. Even my colon was angry about it. My colon was angry at that party. <laughs> By the way, did you just say we had a blast? We did not have a blast. I know, I know, I know. It was, it was terrible. It was awful. It was, uh, it was hell on wheels. The diarrhea. Oh yeah, and then you sang this song. The diarrhea. Well, I don't. Well, you're talking about how you they remember that song, right? Everybody used to sing it when you're sliding into home. I forgot what was the rest. Oh, oh, diarrhea! It's <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, is it? It is a real song. Well, it used to be like a kids' song, you know. When you slide it into home and the, 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 the diarrhea, you feel your stomach groan. Diarrhea. <laughs> I had no idea that was a real song. I thought you just sang that. I thought our show turned into a musical, and you just sang that line for no reason. <laughs> So that was the last show. Oh, well, never was there ever. Oh, so clever and magical. Small coolies. Bullies. Especially if you're in your own home, it's fine. I highly recommend it. So here you're talking about using your clothes to wipe up your dunk. Your clothes are a great substitute sometimes. Especially if you're in your own home, it's fine. I highly recommend it. You highly recommend using your clothes. <laughs> I would, I do. If you're in a desperate situation, I mean, and you need some kind of paper, a product, your clothes are perfect, you know. And it's up to you whether you want to reuse them or throw them out, you know. It's um, it's, it's yes, it's a sad state of affairs when you have to use your clothes to wipe your ass. But if it's ever necessary, it's, it's a good alternative. <laughs> it was like graffiti all over the damn wall. It was like graffiti all over the damn wall. <laughs> you could put that into the diarrhea song. Yeah, it does sound like a song, actually. You ought to do it. The diarrhea. 
It was graffiti all over the damn wall. It was a diarrhea. <laughs> How about this one? Um, there wasn't a lot of concern in in the kind of pissing I was doing. <laughs> Who says that? Who says there wasn't a lot of concern in the type of pissing I was doing? <laughs> I don't know. I say it. it was. Oh my god! There was an awful lot of talking on my part about bodily fluids and diarrhea and colon. <laughs> what, is, what is going on with me? Uh, <laughs> Well, we're gonna to get to another bodily fluid. Yeah, that actually chose to throw up on people outside. <laughs> also, who, 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 whoever would say I actually chose to throw up on people outside? Listen, I was desperate. I was incredibly <laughs> inebriated. I the bathroom had a line. The bathroom was more disgusting than the outside. So you know, I was like. Damn it, these, these people want to be outside? Well, they're going to get stuff on them, and I'm going to throw up all over them. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't sit in the urinal. Oh, see, thanks, thanks, thanks for letting me know that. You know, I was, I was getting real woozy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be great during that, you know, you have diarrhea, you know? <laughs> Nobody has ever said these things before. It'll be great during diarrhea. What? But it'll be great in, during that, you know, you have diarrhea. You know? <laughs> what is great during diarrhea? Well, you know, I, you know, reading is good for diarrhea. Um, uh, taking a shower immediately afterwards is good for diarrhea. Diarrhea is never a good thing during the workday, might I add. It's a terrible thing, really. It's, it's, uh, it makes you quite uncomfortable during the rest of the day. It's 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 a serious problem. You know, when I worked for the city of New Haven, I I don't think I realized that I was quite lactose intolerant yet. So I had I was in the bathroom all the time <laughs> with with the diarrhea. With <laughs> the diarrhea, yes, I you know <laughs> it, it's really a, a problem with today. You know, they talk about computers. And surfing the internet being a major, you know, uh, productivity uh, decreaser in the workplace. Diarrhea is much worse. If they can figure out a way <laughs> to, to stop diarrhea, I mean, that's that's so much more important. At the next meeting, uh, group meeting, I'm going to bring this up about diarrhea. <laughs> well, how are you going to propose it? I, I'm going to talk about, when we talk about an efficiency effectiveness of the workplace, I'm going to talk about ridding ourselves of diarrhea and making life easier and living with diarrhea, uh, you know, so that we can be better workers, more productive. Next week we'll have to talk about some of the steps that you plan to take to rid your entire office of diarrhea. Uh, but let's move on for now and discuss this. Baby. 
I'm pissing in Vermont, baby. I, I don't know what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> so the the joke off had a few uh, had a few snags last week. Just want to go over those, and and we'll be done. So the um uh, the joke off last week. You tried to get the same joke out for about five minutes. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. All right, I'm going to play that. Here we go. This animal is the most disturbing animal ever. The possum, <laughs> a testicle-eating fish. Oh! What does it do? It, it eats your testicles hey. and it can kill you. Okay, the Paku, a testicle-eating fish. Oh! The Paku, a testicle-eating fish. The Paku was found in Bethesda, New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what do you think of that? I love that. I think that's, that's that's where the humor is, you know? It's not necessarily the joke, the telling of the joke. It's like... You know, the interaction of uh, ridiculousness that it creates, you know? I think that's the funniest part. (laughs) It probably got up my anus somehow. (laughs) (laughs) And and here, I just want to go over this moment. Um, And, and, uh, you know, largely the jokes that I write are terrible, but sometimes they're good. And sometimes they're butchered. Uh, and let me play you a joke that was horribly butchered last week. Here we go. Ryan Seacrest was reportedly upset that he wasn't asked to host this year's Emmys. When he contacted the Academy to find out the reason, they said they went with Neil Patrick Harris because they needed someone else who was gay. Now, what an amazing joke that I wrote. What, that was a good joke. What an important moment. What an incredible, fantastic, <laughs> unbelievable, genius joke. What a simple joke to tell as well. What a simple, genius joke. And yet right. somehow the wizard couldn't rise up enough <laughs> of his power to maybe he was coming from a long Quidditch session, but he, he said... <laughs> Because they needed someone else less. Well, I mean, what if, you know, the joke is, well, Ryan Seacrest asked the Academy why they went with Neil Patrick Harris, and they said they needed someone less gay. That's the joke, <laughs> asshole. I think, listen, I think your jokes are incredible. Actually, I think all of them are funny. But, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's, and you do an incredible job there. But we are terrible in, in telling the jokes. Me and, uh, uh, me especially, actually, the Wizards, not bad. That That was a, that was just a, you know, a rare occasion for the Wizard to screw it up. But uh, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a bad joke teller, very bad. I, I, I don't know timing and uh, clarity. I gotta, gotta, gotta get the clarity done right. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the joke. You put a lot of work into this show, quite frankly, and it's not appreciated enough. No, you do, you do, yeah. It's, 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 you bring a lot of current events into it, and that's what you know makes the show. Otherwise, the show would be. A lot worse than what it is. <laughs> I mean, what's frustrating about it is that that was, like, out of all the jokes last week, that was the one that was like, hey, hey, that, that's a good joke right there. That is a you good know? joke. I will agree. That, that is, that's a phenomenal joke. That's a joke you could tell on late night or with uh, Leno or, or exactly. anyone. That's yeah, a great exactly. joke. 
But I sometimes like that, they get yeah, closer. Told me to F that one up. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Fogarty fucked it up. He did fuck it up. He, it was like he was distracted at that one wrong moment. I don't know what he was distracted by. Maybe a, a, an evil wizard flew by his house or something. I don't know. Yeah. But he's got to keep the wizarding, you know, gone for an hour. He's got to leave that on the table for an hour when he does this. On the table. Uh, maybe he was distracted by the Wicked Witch of the West Village. That's what it was. Wicked Witch. So okay, we got to go. But who? What? The mouse. The I mean, not the mouse. The dog that lives by itself, named Mousy. What is it doing right now? The, the dog is playing with a doll, uh, enjoying a nice cup of tea with the doll. Uh, but once the doll drops the cup of tea. Uh, Mousy is now biting the doll's head off, eating it, and then throwing it up in the toilet. That's what Mousy is. <laughs> what, what a disturbing image. That is disturbing. But, you know, I, that's how I do. I'm, I'm very disturbing. We, we joyrided over here, but it's, it's disturbing joyrided. <laughs> we joyrided. What kind, of, what kind of doll is it? It's a cabbage patch doll. It's one of those cute ones that are nasty. You know, it's, 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 it's cabbage, really cute. It looks cabbage, cabbage, cabbage patch doll. doll is probably what the, that's what the Arctic monkeys were playing with when they first came out. <laughs> the Arctic monkeys picking snow and snow patrol. <laughs> um, and the Billy Joes. Billy, the Billy Joe, the Billy Goats. <laughs> That's right. And what's your favorite scene in She's the Main Main with the Main Main Main? Oh, my God. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Uh, My favorite scene in She's the Main Main with the Main 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 is when, (laughs) I don't know how she does it, but she can transform herself into different roles, different body shapes. She's just amazing, I have to say. Uh, And she turns herself, on on the topic of dolls, she turns herself into a doll. And her name is Charles Lee Ray, a a former serial killer. Now turned into a doll, and my favorite scene is she's a mind mind with she's a mind mind mind. What she she's the doll form, and uh, the mother of the child who's being uh, terrified by this doll throughout the movie picks up the doll, not knowing not knowing that it's real and alive, and the doll's head turns around completely 180, and he goes, "Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play?" <laughs> And that's my favorite scene. It's she's the main man featuring a band the main man. Um, in in a previous office that I used to work at, there was there was a woman who um had pictures of Chucky the doll that she printed out. She put them up on her cubicle and colored in blood on the knife. Colored it in red. Oh my God. Oh, if and you did so, that today, you'd be you'd be fired in a half second. <laughs> well, this was extremely re- this is extremely recently, Jonathan Weeks. So uh, I was like, oh, this you know, what the hell's with her? And I started calling her the Chucky Lady. Um, and uh, this girl Charlene, who works there, when she saw her do the whole thing, she saw her print it out and everything, and she was like, don't you think that's a little bit scary? And then the, the Chucky Lady turns to her and goes, the scarier, the better. <laughs> oh my God! This woman is not right in the head. Oh my God! Uh, and you know what else? She 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 looks like Chucky. No, she doesn't. You, 
years no, old. She has the red hair and everything. She does. Oh, my God. Uh, ever since I saw Chucky in Child's Play, I've always been scared of redheads. Always. <laughs> well, you know, they have no soul. They don't. The sisters have no soul. My uh, my, my favorite scene is she's in Nine Nine with the Nine 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 is the one where she's like, she she's she's uh, splashing paint on all these different pieces of art in a museum. She has like a French beret on, and she has white makeup all over her face and green hair, and she's got like a big uh, smile on her face, and she goes, "What this town needs is an enema." <laughs> I love that scene. That's great. It's a great scene. All right, so uh, catch us uh, Monday night on the Blazing Rise show proper and Wednesday night, 9 o'clock, same bat time. Speaking of Amanda Bynes, same bat time, same Bynes channel. Uh, and uh, John Weeks, uh, thank you so much. The Playboy of the Western World, we will catch you next week. I can think of thank no you. better way of uh, ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence, and if you have a Barbie doll... Just thank your lucky stars you don't have a Chucky doll. Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.